Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Live and li- oh, sorry. Uh, my, my, <laughs> <laughs> my bad, guys. Do you see the sun? Is the sun in the sky? Wow. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he he probably is. You know, used used to every time the microphone cracks open, it's like, hey, hey this is can't have dead air here. Yeah. This is Charlie Brown Christmas music, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it is. This Glardy Trio. Yeah. yeah. Um, we are live once again in the uh, comfort and warmth of a motorhome in front of Sportsman's Warehouse this morning. Day number five. Of Idaho's largest toy drive. Yeah. Man, if you're like this on day number five, what's this going to be like in, in seven more days? Yeah, yeah. make sure somebody's rubbing my feet. In, in five days, though, he's only been here, what, 118, 119 hours? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's toy drive again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he spent the, and he spent the rest of the time at Starbucks. So. Yes. Um, we are uh, underway with day number five as we continue um, to make sure that every kid who uh, needs to have a Christmas, wants to have a Christmas, is taken care of. And that's where you come in as we uh, have toys coming our way. Today, by the way, is National Giving Day. Giving Tuesday. Yeah, Giving Tuesday. So yesterday, uh, Cyber Monday, today, National Giving Tuesday. And there's no better way that you can give on National Giving Tuesday than to give to the Marines and Toys for Tots. It was fun last night as, gosh, it was right around 6, 6.30. Uh, I, I'm going to throw them under the bus. I'm just you know, hope they don't mind. Uh, the Simplot family came up. That's a, that's a good family. Yes. Never never heard of the Simplots here in Boise before. They, uh, they, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll talk to you later about it. Uh, <laughs> so they brought the, they brought the, they brought the grandkids, the kids, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just everybody. And filled up the entire back of a couple of their trucks and it it, it took the marines it took us all a little bit to wow. uh to, to get those toys out but they they were adamant about making sure the grandkids handed the oh, toys cool. to the marines because that's, that's awesome. christmas spirit yeah get, get the whole family involved. exactly the kids love it mm-hmm. that's what we talked about yesterday um sitting here you know over the years watching families that had come up and, and you knew that they have just come from the store where the kids had picked out a toy yeah. and the kids it's almost like it's just as much fun for them as getting the gifts themselves because they realize what they're doing the same look that you had on your face when you walked through the trailer yesterday is the same look the kids have <laughs> when they walk through the trailer and it, they had to go I, to the bathroom too yeah <laughs> it, it's it's important that we do that so that they can see yeah all the toys that are that are that are uh, that are collected and where they go, and they feel so good that they took part in building the mound of toys that's growing inside of mm-hmm. the uh, inside of the trailer. And it it did pick up. You guys, it, it's slow in the morning for for you guys. I, and I I know you both. You you want to see a line of cars yeah. out the street, all all with toys. Um, but you guys set the table for the rest well, of the day. I mean, we'd get a job at Dutch Bros if we really wanted to. Sure. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys for coming out here every morning. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's, it's Didn't it's really give you a choice, but thank no, you. No, but it, it <laughs> normally when somebody tells me something's growing inside my trailer, it's a bad thing. But this right. is a this is a, a great deal. Yes. And, it's, and it's also fun for us. I mean, 
this makes it so easy. I mean, it, it, you may think that it's a complete pain, and but we have a trailer set up. It's a mobile command center, basically. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's very similar to being in the studio the way that this thing is set up, thanks to all of our sponsors who, who helped to uh, get us the motor home um, in the warmth. And then, you know, we have people here making sure that we sound good on the air. So, I mean, we really have the easiest jobs when it comes to this thing. Congressman Fulcher uh, stopped by yesterday, gave toys. And then the snow and, you know, the sleet started coming down. He's out there, takes his headset off. Uh, he's out there, and now we have weatherproof boxes. So he's transferring. He's helping the Marines, all of us, transfer toys from the cardboard so boxes into the uh, into the <laughs> weatherproof boxes. So it was kind of nice. It's, it's sort of your tax dollars at work there. Exactly. Yeah. And it was it was neat, but when you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter wh- what your job is, what your last name is, or, you know, where you work during the week. You know, the, everybody's in on this. Yeah. Everybody. And this is the small part that we do. This all comes down to you in uh, getting us the toys. I mean, we, we, we are the vehicle to get the word out. Mm-hmm. Um, another point that you made yesterday, if, if you're a business, I love this, and you want you want free advertising. If you want a shout-out, it's mm-hmm. kind of free advertising. If, mm-hmm. if, if you bring in a truckload, guess what? You have a business, we're going to mention you. Yes, you bring we are. in an SUV load of toys. We're going to mention you. All of the sponsors, all of the partners that we have on this just didn't pay to put their name on this event. TDS Fiber, uh, Scandinavian Design. Scandinavian Designs is filling up boxes over and over and over again. Uh, and, and Idaho Central Credit Union does a huge. They, they bring all those green trucks in at the end yeah. and, uh, and bring toys. Along with uh, Canyon and uh, Canyon Marine, Idaho Marine. They're going to bring by, I think it's going to be on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, they're going to bring by uh, a boat full of toys. Uh, wow. Boat full of toys? Hopefully it's going to be on a trailer. But uh, they're, they're going to bring by a boat full of toys. You're sure they said boatload? Yes. Okay. Yes, a boatload full of toys. But G&G Insulation, they're going to be J&J Machinery, mm. Bob's Restaurants. They're, they're all going to be bringing, uh, bringing toys by. So... Uh, wow, gosh, that guy's ugly on TV right now. Oh, look um, at that. Nate Shelman's on KBOI TV. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's no. What it, a quinky dink. It's, hey, it's Sarah Jacobson and some guy. It's Sarah Jacobson <laughs> in a toucan with a talking chins. So, <laughs> we, we it's 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 fun to do this. By the way, CBS2 is having a blast as well. Um, and we got a couple grand in the bank. Just so you know, Mike. Nice. I was told we have a couple grand. Nice. We, we got a couple grand. Got a well, couple that's, grand. That's very grand, isn't that, it? Yes. That will buy a, a, a whole bunch of toys. Yes. Um, uh, once again, um, if we get to 100 grand, <laughs> and there are still seven days. So there could be some big donors coming. But if we get mm-hmm. to 100 grand, uh, Nate's going to look a lot like he did last year. And I have also said, hey, it's for the kids. I'm very protective of my hair, but uh, who have we decided who gets to pick the colors? The wheel. The oh, wheel. Oh, you're going to put the colors on a wheel. The wheel gets to pick the colors. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we'll spin the wheel. Yes. And that's the uh, color of uh, hair I'll have to. And I, I've agreed to not just have it for one day or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've agreed to keep it until it completely grows out. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm thinking rainbow colors would be good. He's not Rodman. I was I was hoping either blue or orange or uh, green and blue. I'm I'm wondering. Oh, so Broncos or Seahawks? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. wondering if you know with the Top Golf opened yesterday, and I can't help but you know we both know a guy involved with that. Hmm. Yeah. You know I drove by Top Golf yesterday on my way home, and there were a lot of people in the middle of the day apparently not working hitting or golf balls in the lunch. snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
and it is heated, so um, you know, I know he made quite a bit of money yesterday <laughs> just mm-hmm. watching how many people were out there. So, yeah, you're right. It is officially open. Opened up yesterday officially. So, um, it is six fourteen. We are underway this morning. Drop off your toys. We're here all day. Drop off your toys from uh, the time we start our show till seven o'clock at night. New unracked unwrapped gifts uh we're right in front of sportsman's warehouse on fairview once again if you want to drop them by this morning we are here we'd love to talk to you Six fourteen. time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning it's brought to you by fat guys fresh deli hey it's tuesday you know what that means there was a win boise states won over the weekend and that means blue the blue bronco. bronco half price today usually around 12 bucks you can get it at six dollars at you, both locations do you like fat roast guys beef fresh do you like blue deli. cheese do you like you know, bread and stuff. Yep, if you like food, <laughs> get there. It's half price today. Fresno State and Boise State will meet for the fourth time in a Mountain West championship game. The Broncos have won two of the previous three games. Bob Beeler with more on that for us this morning. Fresno State's offense has been really clicking since quarterback Jake Hayner came back from injury. In the five games that he started, the Bulldogs have scored at least 30 every game. Coach Avalos says there are a lot of playmakers on that offense. They've got a really, really good wide receiver core that uh, you know has been very explosive and productive throughout the course of the, the year period. We've got to make sure that we're very diligent with what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're executing our techniques. Jalen Moreno-Crapper has 74 catches and Nico Remigio has 64. And the two have combined for nearly 1,700 yards receiving. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. So Bronco game day will get started for you at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, followed by the tailgate show at 11, and then Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will pick everything up for you at 1 o'clock, getting set for the kickoff at 2 p.m. Again, that's this Saturday for the Mountain West Conference Championship at Albertson Stadium. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.22, waking up to a little bit weather, better weather than uh, yesterday. Uh, at least it's not snowing as of right now. Crazy yesterday. Um, I had mentioned that uh, we had a lot more snow at my house, and I live in uh, Nampa, out by the uh, lake in Nampa, mm-hmm. about two inches of snow, and then get into Meridian and Boise, a little dusting of snow. Um, I had uh, someone yesterday who came out to, I, I was having a problem with my Christmas lights, and he'd been up around the valley putting up Christmas lights all day yesterday. He was in South Nampa, showed me a picture. They had five inches of snow. Wow. Just a couple of miles from where I lived yesterday. Good so grief. yeah, they had five inches of snow. So um, uh, apparently, a little bit of crazy snowfall throughout the Treasure Valley. A little bit later this week, of course, there's uh, expecting more snowfall, and then into next week we start to get uh, a, a little more cold coming our way into the first week of December. Oh, good. Been missing that. Temp- temperatures dropping down into uh, about the ten degree range overnight. But that, luckily, it's going to hold off until uh, next next week. Um, I noticed. Uh, ESPN. We talked about the bad beat uh, for betters in the uh, Boise State Utah mm-hmm. State game. Right, uh, sixteen and a half point favorites over Utah State. Almost and, no way and, you're going to lose were, that. Yeah. And they were about to win by five, which means that the people who bet on the other team were the winners. But ESPN called it the bad beat of the year. <laughs> 
because they uh, they have a, a segment where they talk about all the bad beats every every right. weekend uh, of where there's betters are counting their money and end up giving it all back. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they they called the Boise State Utah State game the bad bet, the bad beat bet oh. of the year. Year, wow. So far, so I mean, there's still a little time left, but um, <laughs> you call the bad beat bet of the year. Uh, yeah, that that. that, that like I said, there were ecstasy and there were pure frustration, depending mm-hmm. on which way uh, you bet for that game. Um, also want to bring that up because we do have a chance for you to go to the Boise State game. Um, once again, coming up this weekend, Mountain West Championships are going on. Looking yesterday uh, and seeing there are a lot of seats that are open. Um, and tickets start at just $25 if you want to go to the Mountain West Championship. Um, weather, I, I looked at the weather. It's actually not going to be too bad. They're not expecting rain or snow, which we have seen that happen on uh, Mountain West Championship games played here in Boise. Why, yes, we have. Um, so the, the weather on Saturday, especially at kickoff at 2 o'clock, actually not going to be too bad. So if you want to go to that game, we have a chance for you to go absolutely free all this week, once again this morning. Um, we have another chance for you to text and win your tickets. You'll be ready to text the word Broncos when you hear that cue to text sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. Um, and then uh, text Broncos, 208-336-3700. That easy. Um, and somebody at random is going to win those tickets. Now, here's the thing. Don't be texting us now. You're not included. And every year, I try to mention this every day. If you're texting now to try to get in, um, it's not going to help you out. So You don't just try. You actually do mention that every yeah, day. Uh, so Pretty much every hour. Really. I'm trying to help you. Help me help you. So uh, that will be coming up once again in the 9 o'clock hour. Nate Shellman will have another chance for you this afternoon. So we've got, we've got actually 10 different chances for you to win your tickets this week. But you have to listen here to News.KBOI. We have uh, the only tickets, most more tickets than anybody else. Not the only, but we have more tickets than anybody else to the Mountain West Championship game against Fresno State coming up here mm-hmm. this Saturday. So listen to win here on News.KBOI. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.33, we are live from Sportsman's Warehouse in the parking lot. It is Idaho's largest toy drive underway for day number five. Just getting underway in the 12 days of Christmas. This will be going on through uh, next Tuesday at 7 p.m. We are taking your donations of toys every single day. Today is a great day because it's National Giving Tuesday today. Mm-hmm. Good day so, to, you know, give. Yeah, if you're going to give, Toys for Tots. And the Marine Corps mission is a uh, great place to uh, start. Um, you can do more than, you know, giving one different place. But today, we want you to give here at Idaho's largest toy drive with News Talk KBOI. Also, proud sponsor of Idaho's largest toy drive, Huck House Brunchette, Blue Brunchette, and uh, Brunchette on the Lake of McCall have made it their mission to combine local businesses and ingredients to create a unique brunch experience. If you've been there, you uh, know what we're talking about, as uh, Chris and I have been there. I've been to all three of the uh, brunchettes. Here's the great thing about them. I still them. haven't been to the one in McCall. The great thing is all three of them are different. So, I mean, yeah. they're all sister restaurants. They're all brunchettes. But each one has uh, different, unique items on each of their menus. They have a very, very similar degree of deliciousness. They uh, have huckleberries. That's one thing that they have in common. Uh, a lot of huckleberry items. Mm-hmm. Huckleberry pancakes, for instance. French toast. Um, huck- huckleberry delight latte. Uh, all those can be available. Have you ever had that, the... that seafood dish, huckleberry fin? That's I have really not good. had that one yet. Uh, I might have to try that. Um, coming up this Friday morning at 9, you can get a $50 gift certificate for only $20. $25. It's our sweet deal of the week, KBY sweet deal of the week. Um, I'm going to just tell you right now, 
this is going to go really, really fast. So make your plans to get into KBOI.com before 9 o'clock. Um, if you haven't registered yet for any of our sweet deals, you want to get registered, and then right at 9 o'clock, just hit your refresh button because this is going to go with uh, un- easily under five minutes, I mm. guarantee it, uh, because uh, the brunchettes are very popular. So once again, this Friday, KBOI.com, you want that half-price deal, $50 gift certificates for only $25. By the way, um, even if you don't want to use one yourself, guarantee this will be a great stocking stuffer for somebody in your life for Christmas time. Uh, just stuff that in there, and they're going to be excessively happy. KBY Sweet Deal, KBY.com, Friday morning at 9 o'clock. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. It is Giving uh, Tuesday today, and if you're going to pick one thing to give to, this is uh, appreciative of all of us here that this be the uh, choice today. Idaho's largest toy drive, Toys for Tots. Now you can give to uh, more than one place because Giving Tuesday, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But today is a perfect day to get out and give to Toys for Tots because there are going to be uh, a lot of kids, as there are every year, but especially years where you uh, see economic downturn, high inflation, because uh, unfortunately families have to make choices. Do you want to feed your kids or do you want to make sure that they have a toy on Christmas? And no problem choosing the fact that you want to feed your kids over Christmas. But that's where all of us come in in helping to make sure that those kids do have toys at Christmas time. And that's the mission of the Toys for Tots, to gather those toys and make sure that they are delivered in time for Christmas. And that's why we do this at this time, because a lot of people go, why so early? Well, it, it's a huge undertaking. Yeah. You can't do it on Christmas Eve no. because the parents, uh, you know, have to know that they have something for their kids, and you, you have to do that a little bit ahead of time, just so uh, everybody can plan and and you know and, and know what there is. And it's a, if you come out here and you see the semi trailer last year, I know we had three and a half semi trailers full. It's a huge undertaking to gather all those toys, load them up in the semi, and then take and take them back to their distribution area and start putting them because they have to put them in groups where boys, young boys, teenage boys, teenage girls, whatnot. So there's there's a lot that goes into it beyond just giving that, us the toys to make that, sure they get out. That whatnot group, that's really odd. But if you if you donate to, you know, cash or a check, something like that, uh, the Marines immediately take that. They go to the store and they buy even more toys with it. Yes. So once again, we are here uh, every day. Until next Tuesday at 7 p.m., you can drop off toys, new unwrapped gifts, once again, between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Um, huge thank you, once again, to uh, our sponsors, TDS Fiverr, Scandinavia Designs, Idaho Central Credit Union, and special thanks to Metro Car Wash, uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Utility Trailer, and a whole bunch more for helping to make this uh, all possible. It's Idaho's largest toy drive, the annual event, and once again, it is underway, day number five here at News Talk KBOI. It is 644. you have any questions about it at all on how to get here, what toys we need, feel free to... 
to uh, email any one of us, Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com, Nate at KBOI.com. We can answer any and all of your questions. It is 644. Time for another check on what's going on with sports. Once again this morning, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Once again, it is Tuesday after a recent Bronco win. You know what that means, the Blue Bronco on special today. Mm. Price. It's delicious. It is super good. Team that up with a bowl of soup. You got yourself a huge meal that is definitely going to fill you up. It's uh, Fat Guys Fresh Deli in East Boise off Gallant and in Meridian off Wells Avenue. Good morning. I'm Rick Worthington. As we look at last night's Monday night football game, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. One thing we know is that the Steelers like to run the football, and that's certainly what they did last night. As they set up first and goal at the six, Pickett under center. Najee gets the call. Najee threw a crack down to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh, for Najee Harris, number four on the year. The call on WDVE. It was Najee Harris with that six-yard touchdown run in the second quarter. At the time, it gave the Steelers a 13-0 lead, but they would need a lot more in order to get the job done against the Colts last night. He gets a shotgun snap. He's back, going for two. He waits, he waits, he runs. He's looking right. He's throwing for the end zone. And it's caught for the two-point conversion. Pick it to pick it. That two-point conversion followed a two-yard touchdown run by Snell. The well, the two-point conversion was good. The Steelers went on to beat the Colts 24-17 to to cap a pretty good NFL week. Uh, we will, of course, have more Seahawks football for you after they lost to the Raiders yesterday. I only bring it up because I know Mike Casper doesn't want me to talk about it. Sorry. I'm Rick Worthington. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 657, it is Giving Tuesday, and we are uh, hoping that you're going to give at Idaho's largest toy drive, Toys for Tots. Underway again today, day number five, and if you want to drop off toys, we're right out here off Fairview Avenue in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Already taking your toy donations, Rick Worthington is here, Nate Shellman is here, and you won't even have to get out of your car. They will unload it for you, mm-hmm. unload your pickup for you. Um, you don't even have to look them in the eye. They don't require that. No, yeah, nothing. Just bring your toys, drop them off to us here this morning or anytime up until 7 o'clock today or 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. all the way through next Tuesday, which will be our final day. That's the 12 days of Christmas and the toy drive here from Toys for Tots. By the way, 75th anniversary. I didn't realize that this was the 75th anniversary of Toys for Tots and their mission to get toys for uh, kids nationwide. So that would make it what started 1947. Yeah, right? wow. Don't, don't make me do math. You know, you, that's never a good thing. It you, is 1947. You, yeah, you've you've seen me try to do that on the show. I don't have enough fingers <laughs> good or point. toes. Uh, in other words, um, you can only count to 21. I know. <laughs> Once again, uh, we have your chance to get your Boise State football tickets coming up later this morning. I'd be listening in the nine o'clock hour. Get ready to text the word Broncos when you hear that cue to text. Don't do it now at 208. 208- 336-3700. Just text the word Broncos when you hear that cue to text, uh, and you can get those tickets for the Mountain West Championship. Also on the way today, $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs could be yours with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Now, keep in mind, Biscuit and Hogs, we had them as a sweet deal a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. set a world record <laughs> for selling out in a minute and 26 seconds. Wow. Uh, that's how popular this is. This week, you can win a $50 gift certificate absolutely free. Now, I'd say give this as a Christmas gift, but I know you won't. You're going to use it yourself if you win. 
Uh, our question brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. For any and all real estate needs, call 208-888-4128. Our question today, there is a vault located in Denmark that holds a copy of every single one of these ever made. What is in this vault? I'll give you a hint. Uh, chances are you've either owned this at one time or another or at least had it in your hands. Um, and we would take this as a donation uh, for Toys for Tots. That's a lot of good hints. Be ready to win after 8. The night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regions Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Dan Meltzer. Dr. Meltzer, good morning. Good morning. Doctor, since it's cold and dark when a lot of us get home from work, many of us are watching television more than we did during the summer. And as we watch, it seems like every other commercial seems to be some sort of supplement, many of which supposedly lower our cholesterol levels levels naturally. Should we run to the store and start trying them out, or uh, should we take the ads maybe with a little grain of salt? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Probably worth talking to your, you know, your personal care provider. But there is a new study that calls into question the benefits of several, you know, quote, natural supplements when it comes to lowering elevated levels of bad cholesterol. What supplements were reviewed and what did the study show? So there were six supplements that were studied, all studied according to their ability to lower cholesterol. They included things like fish oil, garlic, cinnamon, turmeric, what are called plant sterols, and even red yeast rice extract. And the study showed that at the end of about a 30-day trial, one-month trial, it was focused on 40 to 75-year-olds, by the way, with certain risk factors for cardiovascular disease, that taking supplements with these kind of ingredients, fish oil, garlic, et cetera, there's really no significant impact on levels of LDL cholesterol, which we call the bad cholesterol. And conversely, people that took low-dose prescription medications known as statin saw about a 35% drop in their LDL cholesterol during that same period of time. So with that in mind, are statins the only thing um, that are going to be able to help us with cholesterol concerns? Well, you know, for those with certain risk factors or the inability to control cholesterol by things like dietary modification, you know, they may be. They remain um, critically important in the control of cholesterol for certain individuals. However, it still is really important to focus on healthy diet focusing on minimally processed foods, increasing vegetables, fruits, lean proteins, and whole grains. And staying active as well can also help with cholesterol levels and cardiovascular health. For as long as most of us can remember, there have been consistent claims that smoking marijuana is significantly less harmful than smoking cigarettes. But now you say that conventional wisdom might be going down in flames. (laughs) Yeah, we we have some new research to further substantiate that. Researchers performed CAT scans or chest CT scans on people that smoke marijuana, non-smokers, and then users of tobacco alone and found higher rates of emphysema or airway inflammation specifically among the marijuana group. So is there any early sense of what might be behind the negative lung, lung effects for marijuana smoking? Well, one, you know, one of the regional th- original thoughts is that the way that marijuana is often inhaled, inhaled, excuse me, which was a big deep breath in, really getting it deep into the lungs and then putting pressure on it, which increases lung damage. So, time to just say no. Uh, it, well, it's been it's been time to say no for a while now, but I think it's really um, time to think twice about intentionally inhaling smoke particles or nicotine vapors from any source into our lungs. It's not really 
a question of if, but when damage to our lungs will occur. That is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Dan Meltzer, thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. Thank you, as always. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The organization is looking to do something that's been attempted for 10 years running, get medical marijuana on Idaho's ballot. Their petition for the 2024 ballot was authorized in October, and now they have to collect signatures from 7% of Idaho's registered voters. And once those 74,000 signatures are collected, notarized, and submitted to the Secretary of State, that puts it on the ballot in 2024. To collect signatures, Kind Idaho plans on going to different events, canvassing, and building a social media presence. So that people have the opportunity to see us, meet us, talk to us, and sign our petition. While similar petitions have failed in the past, Kind Idaho believes they have enough support to get approved by voters. Kind Idaho is about patient advocacy, veteran advocacy, and basically all-around advocacy for people and residents of the state of Idaho. We want the opportunity for Idaho residents to succeed on their own terms, and for many of those people on their own terms, the best solution is medical marijuana. Look at that. From our mouths, two weeks ago, Chris and I talked about this and Mm -hmm. said we would be shocked if very shortly there wouldn't be some sort of initiative attempted to get on the ballot, and here it is two weeks later. Kind Idaho has announced that they are going to be trying to get an initiative to legalize medical marijuana in the state of Idaho. See, that's that's something I would have just all the doctors vote on. You know, is it a good idea? Is it not a good idea? Seems like the doctors would probably know. I know that over the past, say for the past decade, that thoughts here in Idaho of a lot of people have changed on medical marijuana. Now, that doesn't mean it's changed on recreational marijuana. You have a lot of people that are adamantly against adamantly against recreational marijuana. People move here for the recreation, but you know, not the not recreational the marijuana. Um, and even here on the radio over the last, you know, coming up in January will be my fourth year here. I've seen a slant, a change in the way people think towards medical marijuana. I think that they have a good chance of really? getting this on the ballot. I really, I really do. So now, you think maybe like three and a half, four years ago, people were completely against it for the most part? Yeah, completely against it. Or just stay it. altogether out of it, and now they're actually leaning toward the medical. To just, just the medical. Just the medical. Um, I think when Utah and Montana yeah. both passed it, it, it kind of said, yeah, maybe it, maybe it you know, wouldn't be a bad thing for Idaho to have the, the medicinal anyway. Well, and I mean, you look at Utah specifically. I mean, Utah is even more conservative than Idaho is, and Idaho is very conservative. When Utah passed it, I think a lot of people raise their eyes and go, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is something we should look at. And I'm not saying we should, we shouldn't, um, but I, I, I mean, they've got a long time. They've got to get 74,000 signatures. That's the 7% of registered voters, so 74,000 signatures, and they've got some time to do this. This isn't something that they have to get done uh, by next year. Um, this would be an item that would be on the ballot in 2024. Okay. 
So you've got some time, and you, you also have, you know, till 2024, even more people's minds could be changed. Well, it takes about that long to get the signatures yep. now, yep. according to the new rules. Yeah, yep. so um, just want to get your thoughts. We'll talk more about this this morning. Um, get your thoughts on what you think about whether or not you predict that this would get passed, whether or not this is something that is still going to be just a really high jump, a high uh level to get past um you can weigh in with your thoughts mike at kboy.com chris at kboy.com 715 let's get a check on what's going on with sports this morning once again brought to you by fat guys fresh deli two locations meridian east boise get in today half price uh sandwich deal fat sandwich better than any other sandwich and they got them all fat sandwiches today the half price deal blue bronco because of the uh boise state win on friday get in for your half price deal today at fat guys fresh deli Good morning. We're getting ready for Boise State football, hosting Fresno State in the Mountain West Conference Championship game on Saturday. The Broncos' defense will have to stop the conference's number one scoring offense in that game. More on that now from Bob Beeler. In the five games Jake Hayner has started since coming back from injury, he's been near perfect, completing 75% of his passes for an average of 316 yards a game. Bronco defensive coordinator Spencer Danielson talks about what makes him so good. Something does go wrong. That's who Jake Hayner can win in the gray. Like he's a guy that something, oh, something went wrong. He will make it right and turn it into a big play. In Boise State's 40 to 14 win last year, the Bronco defense played really well, picking him off three times as well as sacking him five. Boise State will need a similar effort Saturday as well. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Now the game will kick off at 2 p.m. Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will have the official pregame show for you at 1 o'clock. Bronco Game Day will get started at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning with Richie Brockle and I. We'll have all the things that you need to get ready for the football game on Saturday right up until Bob and Pete pick it up at 1. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 722, Jeremiah Bates with us this morning to talk about your money. The Dow yesterday finished the day down almost 500 points. NASDAQ down 177 points. Uh, basically flat on the futures ahead of the opening here in a few minutes. Jeremiah, uh, yesterday, uh, have anything to do with what's going on with COVID shutdowns in China? Yeah, I mean, that, that was a big part. I mean, listen, you have the world's second largest economy that has a zero COVID policy, which includes lockdowns, which essentially is putting, it's weighing down on sentiment because you have a threat to the global supply chain, right? And you know, one one company that's been in the crosshairs of this is Apple. So you have a very important time of the holiday season where there is a demand for mainly iPhones, where they're looking at a potential six million shortfall for iPhone production wow. um, from that Foxconn plant. And, and obviously, we've seen seen the news headlines, seen the videos of the unrest that's happening there, and that. That kind of weight that included some uncertainty, and the markets do not like uncertainty, and we saw that way down on the broader markets yesterday. However, we're seeing that flip today. Not so much for the three major U.S. indexes because it's looking like it's going to be relatively flat today, but we are seeing a bit of a jump on your U.S. listed Chinese companies to include Alibaba, to include JD.com. I mean, Alibaba is up over seven percent 
in the pre-market trading. And it, it appears that there are some rumors, some speculation circling, circling around that China might, in fact, uh, ease up their COVID restrictions. Now, this is a rumor. We'll see if this uh, carries out. We've seen this situation before. And again, we are dealing with China. So we had to take everything well, that comes out of there with uh, one yeah. eyebrow up. Uh, but it's certainly adding price, to the yeah. yeah to the the case of the bulls here because listen I mean the one I guess the one argument that we're seeing around these the unrest in China the protests that we're seeing is that it might put some pressure on the on their administration to in fact ease some of their restrictions which again would cause some easing on the side of investors that hey supply chain issues would get better you're going to see the world's second largest economy again start to open up again so we'll see if that sticks because um, right now it. it it appears that some uh, some individuals or some people high up in China have have, uh, have put those rumors to bed, but yeah. clearly the market well, is hopeful it, that investors are hopeful that that is the case. The other thing you can look at is this is China, so one way or the other, you're going to see easing on restrictions. It's either the government's going to say, "Hey, we're going to ease up." Or the government's going to kill or put the people in prison who are protesting. So one way or the other, because this is China, the restrictions are going to ease up, right? Right. Well, here's the thing, too, right? I mean, this speculation is also coming where they're basically in China, they've hit a two month high in COVID cases. So the COVID, the COVID situation is certainly worsening in China than what they've seen in the past. So I mean, I the likelihood of their administration easing up on on restrictions and lockdowns amidst a, a two month high, well, that that's that's a tough pill for yeah. me to swallow. But yeah. but you bring up a good point. I mean, if we could see what's reported out of there, quote unquote, um, yeah. and and see if that puts minds at ease. But yeah, I mean, the, right. the issue the issue that we're seeing again is this this would have a ripple effect on the price of oil. I mean, if 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 it does happen to in fact open up, or if the, if this rumor's put to bed, then we're going to see it happen on the flip side. So yeah, China's a bit of a All thorn right. in the side on Wall Street. Looking like we're going to opening flat here uh, with the opening here in a few minutes, but we'll get an update from you in about an hour and talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Download the 670KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Giving Tuesday underway, and uh, if you're going to give, there is no better way today than, of course, giving toys to Toys for Tots, Idaho's largest toy drive, 75th anniversary Toys for Tots. Wow. Is this year. That's how long it's yeah, uh, been going on. They started it uh, just after World War II in uh, 1947. Uh, one of our damn near impossible questions last year, um, in case you uh, didn't know, the uh, person that uh, drew the Toys for Tots brand mm -hmm. the uh train and all that right walt disney yeah terrific yeah he uh actually is the uh person that did that 75 years ago of course before he was known uh really for and disney very odd for disney he, they, he didn't even charge royalties for no that. crazy he, yeah. he, family could be making a lot of money right now <laughs> 
Um, big huge thank you, Central. Uh, I know Central Credit Union. Their big sponsor, TDS Fiber, Scandinavia Designs. Also, special thanks to uh, other businesses like Franz Witty, Bob's Restaurant in Nampa, who raised a whole bunch of toys, Canyon Marine and Idaho Marine, um, who apparently later today um, we're hearing rumors might be bringing a boatload, B O A T, ah. load of toys out. Um, I, here kept to asking if, for I kept asking if you heard that correctly. <laughs> yes. Really? Heard that for boat correctly. load? So you're going to fill up a boat? Okay. Um, we would love to uh, see you. This is the uh, fifth day, is mm-hmm. that right, uh, of our, our 12 days of Christmas. It's going to be going on through uh, next yeah. Tuesday. Today is day five. Yeah, next Tuesday. So plenty of chances to uh, be out here. But like I said, we are here every day, every morning, broadcasting live in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, Rick Worthington with us here this morning. Also, uh, Micron has been uh, sending out volunteers all week to help out. We have a Micron volunteer that is out helping us out here this morning, gather your toys. So like I said, even if you... Uh, come up with a full truckload of toys this morning and you don't want to get out of the uh, uh air the warmth of your cab they'll unload it for you and it is a little nippy outside i notice <laughs> once you get out of the uh warmth of this motorhome if it were any hooter hotter than <laughs> 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless uh taking your phone calls this morning um we talked a little bit earlier we'll talk more about this today medical marijuana could be um on uh, our ballot in 2024, there is an attempt. It's going to be put out by Kind Idaho to get it on the ballot. 74,000 signatures will have wow. to be um, raised before they are able to get it on the ballot in 2024. They do have some time. Just curious about what your thoughts. Do you think this is something that will be added to the ballot? And if it does get added to the ballot, do you think it has a chance in heck of passing? Dave uh, writes in uh, for the... Uh, as far as the uh, medical marijuana, it's a very large idea in the MS community. He's talking about multiple sclerosis, especially for those with relapsing MS. It helps with sleep and pain. For some of us, it's the only option for pain and a sleep aid. They do blood work before you start MS medicine. Some of us, For some of us, it is our only option. All right. That makes it sound fairly important then. For, for some people, and this is the thing, when it comes to medicinal marijuana, for some people, they swear by it. You know, is it better than opioids? I'm not a doctor, but in talking to some of these people who, like like Dave, um, it may be better because you don't want to get hooked on opioids to, to help with pain. You don't want to be taking, you know, sleep medication every day. Um I, I if you get can it. avoid it. Yeah, yeah it, I, I get it. I understand it. Um, I don't know if it has a chance to get on. 74,000 out of uh, you know 1.9 million people in the state. Now, granted, uh, I don't know how many of those are actual registered voters, but the 74,000 is 7% of the uh, registered voters in the state. That's why the 74,000 signatures that they need, they need to have 7% of registered voters' signatures to get the initiative on the ballot. KBY Newstime, 745. We'll take more of your phone calls and emails. Also going to talk about what's going on in China a, a little bit this morning and also uh, Biden's call um, to uh, eliminate semi-automatic guns. Yeah, you heard me right. Uh, we'll talk more about that coming up here this morning. Right now, a final check on what's going on with sports. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Today is a day. Take advantage of their half-price deal after every Bronco win. Uh, today is the Blue Bronco. Usually around 12 bucks, but today you get mm-hmm. it for $6 because it's half price after a Bronco good, win. Good sandwich. It is. Get in today, and if you don't believe us, check it out for yourself. Good morning. 
Boise State football is the big thing on everyone's mind right now as the Broncos are hosting the Mountain West Conference Championship game this Saturday. That game will kick off at 2 p.m. and we'll have it for you right here on News Talk KBOI. Bronco game day will get underway at 9 a.m. Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender will have the official pregame show for you at 1 with the kickoff at 2 o'clock. By the way, Boise State men's basketball is also going to be on the court tonight. 7 p.m. tip-off as the Broncos are a 20-point favorite going into the game against Cal State Northridge. The Matadors have not been playing very good lately. They are 1-4 overall. They are 0-2 away, while the Broncos are 1-1 at home, but 4-2 overall. But the Broncos lately have started to... They'll maybe figure out the rotation a little bit better than they did at the very beginning of this year. And Leon Rice has been pretty high on what this team's ability is. So the Broncos will be a heavy favorite going into the game tonight. 7 p.m. tip-off against Cal State Northridge. I'm Rick Worthington. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.52 as the Dow officially opened. Uh, lost almost 500 points yesterday, down 67 points as of right now, officially uh, at the uh, open. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon watch. If you want to email, chris at kboy.com, mike at kboy.com. You can also text us, 208-336-3700. Text in, no name on this one, says, I sure would like to win tickets and support our BSU Broncos. Cool. Well, good for you. Because we, do have, we do have various ways for you to do that. Yes, you, you have a chance this morning to uh, win and support our BSU Broncos very easily. Uh, be listening for your chance to text and win. Matter of fact, your next chance to win coming up sometime in the 9 o'clock hour when you hear that cue to text. You already know the text number because you just texted us. Text the word Broncos. Don't do it now. Text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. One person will be chosen at random in the 9 o'clock hour to win those tickets to Saturday's big game, Mountain West Championship. Nate Shuman will have chances for you also coming up a little bit later this afternoon. Uh, programming note for you coming up here this Saturday, too. Just want to remind you Fresno State, Boise State, the uh, pregame activities get underway with Rick Worthington and Richie Bronco, 9 o'clock. Bob Beeler, Pete Cavender have Bronco pregame beginning at 1, and then kickoff happens just after 2 o'clock. And now here's where the programming note goes because we don't want people to be upset that are listening on 670 a.m. for the game coming up on Saturday. Boise State men's basketball. Um, will be going, cutting away at 4.30 sharp. And 6.70 a.m. will be carrying Boise State men's basketball versus Texas A&M on 6.70 a.m. So if you want to listen to the football game, Mountain West Championship will continue to be carried on 93.1 FM. So you have two choices, or you can flip back and forth if you would like. Um, Once again, just a a note there to... uh, Keep in mind that that could be going on here. Listen after the game, too. Another Lock, Stock, and Barrel gift certificate will be coming up uh, just after um, 9.30 or 8.30 on Monday, again, after the uh, game, hopefully, which will be a win on Saturday. Let's go to the phones, 208-336-3700. Paul in Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Morning, guys. Thanks for getting the toys for the tots. Hey, uh, you bet. You know, this topic of miracle... <laughs> medical marijuana you know i think people have been self-medicating with marijuana for probably thousands of years 
ever since it was discovered by some indigenous person. Um, you know, I, I feel as though it's already in the state. If it's going to be used, if it would be used appropriately for medicinal purposes, I would say go ahead. Uh, you know, after if it reaches that point where it's going to be on the ballot and the people vote on it, and that's what they want, I say do it. But it's just another so question, step. question for you, Paul. Somebody comes up to you because the only way that this is going to be voted on is if it's approved through the initiative, gets put on the ballot. Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, we need your ex- signature to uh, try and legalize medicinal marijuana in Idaho. Are you going to be signing? Oh, no, absolutely not. There's, there's enough drug companies out there that will come up with something that can be useful just as much as marijuana is, con- is concerned. And, and I just I feel it's, so it's just opening up the door a little bit further and a little bit further so that that recreational use will be included in that and it won't be against the law to do it recreationally and then you run into the problem we've gotten and it'll be worse i think i'm sure that there would be a drug company that will come up with new painkillers in the future i'm just not necessarily convinced that they will automatically be better for you than marijuana is yeah Thanks for the call, Paul. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, we'll continue to take your emails. Mike at KBY.com, Chris at KBY.com. You can also uh, text us, or you can give us a call. Easiest way to get through always is by calling us at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807, good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour. Thanks for being a part of it this morning. Remember, you can always be more of a part by calling us at 208 336 Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Send us an instant message or you can text us, 208 336 Thank goodness monkeypox is over. It's done. It hasn't gone away. It, it's, it's just done. Nathaniel, go ahead and play the cut. Pox has a new name. It does have a new name. So the WHO says it's MPOX. And there's an interesting reason for this, kind of a, a, a sad reason in many ways. There is a concern that monkeypox, that the word engendered stigma. I want to read to you a part of a letter that the New York City Department of Health wrote in support of getting rid of the word monkeypox. What the New York City Department of Health said was, look, we're joining others expressing serious concern about using the word monkeypox given the stigma it may engender and the painful and racist history within which terminology like this is rooted for communities of color. Um, Just another note that monkeys have nothing to do with this virus. It's really a misnomer. So it's now MPOX. Yeah, it definitely makes sense to change the name. Monkeys have nothing to do with it. First of all, um, do your research. Monkeys do have something to do with it. Um, the, the reason that it is called monkeypox is because it was discovered in cap- captive monkeys in 1958. That's where the name comes from, because it was first discovered in monkeys in 1958. Now, so monkeys do have something to do with it. Was chickenpox first discovered in captive chickens, by any chance? I couldn't tell you. For smallpox in captive smalls? 
I believe that is true. It, it, Captive Smalls. You say, you're killing me, small pox. Um, I really love, remember the song, uh, Hanson, mm, pox? That was a great song. <laughs> that wasn't even worthy of you. Um, so, um, Monkey Pox No More, WHO, has decided that nobody will call it Monkey Pox anymore um, because apparently Monkey Pox is offensive. So now it's just mm, Pox. Mm, pox. Yeah. See, you can't ha- hardly help. Oh, yeah, that's... Can't. Mm, pox. It's, it's an earworm already, so it's, it's back. <laughs> oh, gosh. Love it, people being offended by things, and then, of course, the misinformation there. It's like, has nothing to do with monkeys, so it's about time this name was changed. We first noticed it in heroin addicts, and so we called it junkie pox, but we've changed that. Um. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Still taking your phone calls and emails this morning. Um, we talked about, this is something we predicted just a couple weeks ago, right after the election. Chris and I had the uh, conversation um, about marijuana mm-hmm. because there were uh, two more states that have added uh, recreational marijuana. There are now 38 states out of the 50, 51. I know Washington, D.C. isn't a state, but it is counted. Yeah. Um, there are 38 and then states. You have, you know, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico and Guam and American Virgin Islands. That there sort of are thing. 38 states that have added either recreational marijuana or medicinal marijuana. Some way, shape, or form, marijuana is approved in 38 different states. And we had asked the question, how long is it going to be before they get an initiative on the ballot? And we both, I, I think we both agreed. I, I said... I think you're going to see it within the next two to three years. Yeah. Somebody is going to get an initiative on the ballot. I agreed there'd be an initiative. I don't think I ever uh, agreed that uh, uh, it would ever pass. It, it may. I mean, there's a possibility. But I knew somebody would be working on it anyway. So it is uh, going to be worked on. There needs to be 7% of the um, total registered voters that they need to get signatures from, which right. is around 74,000 people in the state. Not an easy job. Well, then they have to get a certain number from what? From each uh, uh, each one of the uh, districts. Too, yes, yes. Of which there are, what, 35? Yeah, so you, you, they can't just go to Boise, Idaho, you know, or the Treasure Valley with, you know, 500,000 yeah. people and go, let's just concentrate here. They've got to go throughout the state. So, yeah, this is, this is a big undertaking, but they do have a lot of time because they're looking at uh, 2024. The next presidential election. So there will be a lot of people that will be going to vote in 2024. I have a feeling they picked that for that reason because they know that there's going to be a lot of people going to the polls in 2024. But it also allows them plenty of time to get out and uh, start getting Mm -hmm. those signatures that they're going to need uh, to get it on the ballot. So Reclaim Idaho, you know, they they finally got all the signatures they needed. It took quite a while. And uh, and that's quite, frankly, why I thought, okay, Reclaim Idaho was able to do this. Uh, So this is uh, Kind Idaho. Um, They're attempting to get this on the ballot. What do you think? Do you think, it's a two-part question, do you think that they're going to be able to get this initiative on the ballot, first of all? And if they do, will it be something that you think Idahoans are ready to pass? Medicinal, it's just medicinal marijuana. That is all that they are, are looking at at this point. We'll continue to take your emails and phone calls this morning if you want to weigh in. Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. Uh, you can also uh, text us if you would like, 208 336 3700. By the way, don't forget, texting 
to win your tickets coming up this morning. Boise State Broncos in the Mountain West Championship against Fresno State. Your chance to win coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll take a break. $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs is on the way here in just a few minutes with our Casper and Chris Damn near impossible question. We'll get to that right after Bronco Sports today. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 822, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Austin is going to get a chance at trying to get our $50 gift certificate to uh, Biscuit and Hogs this morning. Uh, Austin, there's a vault in Denmark, and it holds a copy of every single one of these ever made. What is the vault we're talking about in Denmark? Uh, so I love these things almost as much as I love my wife. It's Lego sets. I'm glad you put almost as much as you love your wife. It is Legos. It's located under Legos headquarters. A vault holds every single Lego set that has ever been made. Congratulations, Austin. You got a $50 gift certificate to Lockstock or to uh, Biscuit and Hogs. Congratulations. Thank you. Hang on the line. We'll get some info from you. Uh, we've got Biscuit and Hogs gift certificates to give away all this week, every morning, for our damn near impossible questions. So if you didn't win this morning, don't worry. We have a chance for you to win the rest of the week. Speaking of winning, um, we've got the uh, football tickets. We're still going to give those away. That's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour where you will text the word Broncos when you hear your cue to text to 208-336-3700. Um, we also have some basketball tickets, and these are being donated uh, by Kenny and Cloverdale Plumbing this morning. He has dropped by. Um, and he's been a huge supporter over the years of KBOI in gen- general, but also Toys for Tots. I know you're going to be bringing out toys um, from everybody and uh, at Cloverdale Plumbing, but you've also brought us some uh, tickets. These are like your personal tickets that you're uh, giving us to give away today? Well, they're not the ones that I'm going to be in, uh, the seats that I'm going to be in, but uh, I buy an extra set of four every year. I, tr- I support the Broncos in every way I can, and sometimes uh, my employees want to go use them, and, and I have them for them. But, you know, we're busy right now. We've got uh, there's a lot of plumbing problems out here in the valley we're taking care of, and so tonight uh, none of my employees wanted to use them, and so uh, I thought I'd bring them down here and if we couldn't give them away to somebody you know i mean we're talking about the mountain west championship game coming up saturday for football and you know we're the reigning mountain west basketball champions yeah. mm-hmm. and, a lot of talent uh, on this team this a year a lot of talent and uh i know that uh, it's very exciting to, uh, to be down there in the uh, uh extra mile arena watching those games playing the uh, cal state northridge tonight yep. all right we got two pair of tickets um all you have to do this morning if you want them is stop by here at uh sportsman's warehouse we're Live, but say you heard it on News Talk KBOI, and we're just going to give them to you. That's how easy it is. Two pair of tickets, Cal State Northridge tonight, Boise State. Game is 7 o'clock, Extra Mile Arena. If you want these tickets, they're absolutely free uh, just for stopping by. Maybe if you happen to be bringing by toys today. I, I was going <laughs> to say, it wouldn't be a bad idea to bring a toy. Yeah, bring a toy with you, and uh, we'll give you these tickets. Maybe a Lego set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
once again, we've got these tickets to give away. There are two pair of tickets to tonight's game. You want them? They're yours. Uh, thanks to Cloverdale Plumbing. Huge thank you for all your support. Thank you for so- supporting Toys for Tots, and thanks for giving us these tickets to give away. Well, you're welcome. Speaking of uh, Bronco sports and the game coming up this weekend, we're going to take a break. Coming up after news, the bottom of the hour, it is Bronco Tuesday. Bob Beeler is going to be with us live here at Sportsman's Warehouse in the comfort of our motorhome. Uh, this morning we're going to be talking to Cody Googler. He's Associate Athletic Director for ex- uh, External Affairs at Boise State University. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming game coming up this weekend, what goes into that, um, and uh, how many tickets are still available. All that. We'll talk about that coming up after news at the bottom of the hour. This is Bronco Tuesday, where we discuss the Olympic sports at Boise State. Now, here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. And Bob Beeler has made the trek all the way out to Sportsman's Warehouse today. <laughs> We're in the uh, motorhome here in front of Sportsman's Warehouse as we uh, continue with the Toys for Tots, Idaho's largest toy drive going on here today. Uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, and it is Bronco Tuesday. we got we got a lot of things that are going on with the Broncos this week. Well, we really do. There's a couple events going on. Uh, actually, there's three that I can think of. Uh, tonight we've got basketball, uh, 7 o'clock, men's basketball, 6.30 on Thursday, women's basketball, and then football, 2 o'clock in the Mountain West Championship against Fresno State on Saturday. And to talk with us a little bit about what's going to be going on at Albertson Stadium is Cody Gogler, who is Senior Associate AD for External Affairs. Cody, how much uh, time and effort now is being spent on getting ready for the championship game on Saturday? Well, good morning, guys. Hopefully you're staying warm in that motorhome over there at Sportsman Warehouse. Uh, obviously, it's great to be on the call with you on Bronco Tuesday. Appreciate the opportunity to get on. Um, you know, right now it's, it's, it's one of those exciting times where it's all hands on deck. Um, I'm really grateful for our team. They've uh, been planning for this opportunity for several weeks now. So we do feel really good about where we're at. And uh, any chance that any time that you have the opportunity to – uh, put your best foot forward to create a home field advantage, host uh, a, a really formidable opponent in a conference championship game, and, and get Bronco Nation out here to create blue chaos. Uh, it's uh, it's not even it doesn't even really feel like work. It's uh, it's what we've been hoping for all season. Uh, Cody, tell the truth here. Six weeks ago, did you think there was any way you were going to be ready, getting things ready to host the Mountain West Championship? <laughs> Yeah, you know, honestly, um, you know, whenever you're whenever you're sort of in the trenches and, and a part of the family, and you can see things unfolding, you know, you can certainly see things that you know you wouldn't necessarily see uh, unfold, uh, you know, in a, in a game setting or you know some of those tough uh, tough uh, games we had early on. You know, you could tell that the process was continuing to play out. Um, totally believe and, and have all the faith in the world in Andy and, and our coaching staff. So. Uh, you know, it's just it's just part of trust in that process, and and again, just proud of uh, the resilience that our that our student athletes uh, have have shown this year. And and uh, we knew that if we just uh, if we just took it one game at a time as we went through this conference uh, this conference slate, that you know we could potentially be standing here uh, just like we are at the end of the season. And uh, you know, here we are. So uh, really grateful for it, and uh, excited for what's next. For the Mountain West Championship game, will the festivities uh, going on around the game, uh, you know, pre-game and post-game, be pretty much the same as they are for uh, any other Bronco game? 
That's our that's our goal. Yeah, we um, we've had some really good conversation with the Mountain West. They've been amazing to work with. Uh, certainly, really excited to obviously like we we just talked about to be able to host the game here at Albertson Stadium, get our fans in the Treasure Valley back out to the Blue one more time this year. Um, so when you when you look at you know sort of your pregame setup, you know we're we're obviously hopeful that Bronco Nation will come out and. and put on one of the best tailgating shows in the country. So uh, that certainly will be in place. Parking lots will open up at 8 a.m. on game day. Um, and then we will also uh, do our regular Bronco walk. Bronco walk will be at 11.20 a.m. And right now we're working with the conference on finalizing details on what we can do on the Hall of Fame Plaza. As you know, this past year, the, the Ford Fan Zone was a big hit. You know, we had uh, DJs, uh, bands, uh, food trucks. Uh, you name it, it was a really lively area outside of uh, Albertson Stadium. Because this is a conference championship game, there are some modified rules that apply, but our our goal today as a team is to sort of get into the weeds and define what we can do in that space. And then once you get into once you get into the stadium gates, you, uh, Bronco Nation, our fans, should, it should really feel like a regular game day experience with uh, sort of our regular traditions with Kathy Joe and and, and blue and, and hopefully our blue chaos flag. So uh, that's our goal. Our goal is to make this uh, make this feel like a, a regular game for our fans. Visiting with Cody Gogler, who is uh, joining us. He is the Senior Associate AD for External Affairs. Cody, uh, I know it's always a challenge uh, hosting the championship, getting ticket sales, because you usually only have you know seven days to get those sales done. You had a little extra time this year. How are ticket sales going uh, for the uh, championship coming up this weekend? Yeah, it was obviously really grateful that, you know, we were able to pull that win off in Laramie. Um, what a tough game that was and the resiliency our guys showed. And, and so grateful for our, grateful for our staff. Uh, we were prepared and ready to go heading into that game. You know, once we won that game, we were able to launch ticket sales. We had a priority request period for our season ticket holders that lasted through Wednesday of last week. Um, and we also launched all non-sold season ticket inventory at the same time uh, right after the the game in Laramie and so yesterday with student sales and and regular public sales and what we're seeing with our season ticket holders we surpassed 20,000 total tickets Um, you've probably seen some stuff out on social media this week you know on average you know we've been anywhere from you know 23 to 25,000 you know for a Mountain West championship game and and that's uh, having the ability to sell tickets for one week for the most part so um, we've we've seen this year, you know, in, in some of our highly attended games, we've moved quite a few tickets in the last, uh, you know, three to four days leading up to, to kickoff. So um, we feel good about where we're at. We sold, uh, we, we had over 2,500 student tickets pulled yesterday. Yesterday was the first day that students could go in and claim their tickets. And that's, we are well beyond uh, what we've done in student tickets for a Monday than we have been in the past. So all things to be considered, grateful for where we're at right now. Um, and uh, hopefully when we get to Saturday, you'll see, uh, you'll see a, a hopefully as full Bron- Albertson Stadium as you can possibly see. Cody, uh, most of the championship games we've hosted in the past, kickoff's been you know, 545, 8 o'clock. I think there's been one that's been two. But do uh, you get the feeling that people are liking a 2 o'clock kickoff for this weekend? Well, you know, Bob, whenever we, we were looking at the weather forecast last week, it, we were showing it was going to be like a low of 11 degrees and a high of 20. Now, it's great football weather, but, you know, I, I definitely believe, we believe that that 2 o'clock kick time is certainly helping us um, with the game being on Fox. And, and so I think that's why you're seeing some of that early spike in sales. 
Um, also, want to credit our ticket office. We're continuing to try to find ways. We included the option for fans to purchase their Mountain West Championship game tickets as part of their season ticket purchase um, this year. And so we we got off to a pretty good start with that process. And and again, if we can move five, six thousand tickets between now and Saturday, if not more, then this uh, this should feel like an amazing, incredible experience on Saturday. Cody, um, I want to get something, uh, talk about something not having to do with the upcoming championship game, or maybe it does. Um, the uh, huge video board, I know that they were planning on getting in, and I know they wanted, you wanted to have it in in time for the BYU game, and because of problems with supplies, that didn't happen. And uh, then the talk was by the end of the season. Is, is the huge video board going to make a debut this weekend? We, we would love to, to have it in for this weekend, but unfortunately not. Um, we're getting close, though, and really appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, you know, as, as, as we all know, um, just in general with, with business and, and supply chain issues, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of we're kinda in this, uh, this wait and see model and grateful for our partners at McElvain Construction. Um, we are probably going to start swinging the steel and putting in the support beams uh, next week. Um, which is which is great. Uh, it's great progress that you know once we get those beams going up, uh, then I think everyone will have that hope that this project is going to move along and be finished in time. So as of right now, not expecting it to, to be ready uh, to go this weekend, but uh, hopefully very, very soon, uh, shortly thereafter. And, and definitely uh, we're confident about uh, the 2023 season and making sure that that's a big part of our game day experience. I uh, can't wait to see that. What, 11th biggest uh, video board in the nation once that gets going, correct? Oh, it's going to be awesome, yeah. 120 by 50 feet. Um, it covers about oh. 70% of that gap that you see in the south end zone. So uh, we definitely be believe that's going to. would in my living room. Well, we, Cody, uh, we're grateful for the support. I imagine you got a movie planned for the summer maybe on that big screen? You know, uh, you name it, I think we're going to probably try it all. Uh, we know that uh, our fans are excited to see it, so uh, we'll definitely look at doing a movie on the blue again and, and uh, many other things. Cody, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. Good luck this weekend getting everything together. Uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes with us this morning. Thanks, gentlemen. Happy holidays and go Broncos. There you go. All right, we'll take a break. It is Bronco Tuesday when we come back. Um, we still have uh, things to talk about. We've got more football to talk about, plus there's basketball action going on. It is Bronco Tuesday on News Talk KBOI. Now, back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. 8.48, uh, Bob Beeler with us here this morning. It is Bronco Tuesday. Um, let's go ahead here and uh, talk a little bit more about the football game, things we can expect. Are you hearing anything on the injury front? I know we don't not, usually. No, and, and you know, they didn't, they didn't say anything, so that implies to me that everybody might still be in play because they generally will say if somebody's out for the year. I mean, I, I think I counted 12 guys that they listed before the game against Utah State that didn't play. Right. And you don't know whether, you know, they're close or whether they figured, you know, it's a a regular season game, we're just going to hold them out. Who knows? But, you know, you'd love to be able to get some of those guys back. I mean, to me, the biggest concern was during the game when Tyreek Jones went out of the game. He he did not obviously come back. So he's a a vital cog as as a starting nickel. But, 
Uh, you know, I'd like to see if you told me of the guys that didn't play, one of the guys to get back. I'd love to see Dimitri Washington come back because I think D- uh, yeah. I think we need some pass rush against uh, Jake Hayner. And, and last I, year got five sacks on him and that made a difference. I we didn't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback in the Utah State game, and I think that's going to be imperative. I agree with you. If if there's no pressure, Hayner is just going to pick. I mean, because you've seen him, you know, play obviously in in the uh, video. Um, he's just going to sit back there and pick people yeah. apart because he's got three really good receivers to throw to, too. Yeah. Plus a running back that's really yeah. good at catching the ball. Yeah, Their Which offense it? is really good. Their offense is really good. I, okay. I mean, not to say that their defense is not good, but I think if you said which side of the ball is Fresno State better at, you'd say offense. But yeah, if if you if you make him nervous, chances are he'll be just a little bit more inaccurate. Maybe not, but you know, I mean, it's it's worth a try. I, I haven't seen anybody this season that we faced that has completion percentages up at seventy five percent. So he's good. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, um, I, I don't know if he has a chance to do it, but uh, Taylor Green, considering he didn't start the year, um, he uh, won two of the Mountain West Awards, Rookie of the Week again for what the fourth time. Yeah, I think he's kind of like Tyson Degenhart for basketball. He's going to be the freshman of the yeah of the um, year I mean, of the of year. The year. Mm-hmm. That'll be announced later today, coming up in a couple hours. But he also won uh, the Mountain West Player of the Week for the second time this year. And considering uh, he didn't start the first four games, that's pretty amazing that he's won six of those awards this year. I think the uh, quarterback of the year for the league is either going to be he or Hayner, and both players missed about four games this season. Green because he didn't get into the lineup right away, and Hayner because he was hurt. So I would think that those would be your two quarterbacks on the team. Those guys have played extremely well. Yeah, um, I know I'm I'm biased, but I would sit there and say Boise State would not be in the situation that they are at had that not made a change at quarterback, and Hayner was expected to be quarterback all year. He did get hurt, but, you know, if Bachmeyer had not quit, um, Boise State, I don't believe, would be in the situation of playing for the Mountain West Championship well, this year. They certainly weren't trending that way in the El Paso game. Yeah. I guess we'll never know, but but I think, you know, you look at the way things came about. The running game improved dramatically when they switched to that zone read concept yeah. early and it's continued, but I think to me the the, the part that has been unbelievable has been the development of the passing game of Green. Yeah, uh, you know he's improved every single week. I think last week I, I thought he threw better downfield than he has. You know, not to say that he had done poorly or anything, but you just watch a guy that is a redshirt freshman in his first season as a quarterback, and you can just see him get better all the time. And obviously, uh, you know, I think to win this football game Saturday, we're gonna have to score. I think we're gonna have to score thirty-five or more to win. But Boise State has been so rare over the years to uh, see the quarterback, you know, somebody who's like six foot six and kind of statuesque back there. <laughs> well, uh, there aren't that many quarterbacks that are six no, foot six, not in so the you, and, and that can run the way he does. Uh, you'll see tomorrow night on the on the TV show. I asked Coach Avalos comparing his ninety one yard, I mean ninety two yard interception return in the Liberty Bowl against Green's ninety one yard run, kind of compare and contrast. He made it sound like <laughs> it was a little more graceful and and fast. Uh, Andy had to have blockers help. Him get down the field. All right, we'll take a quick break here. It is Bronco Tuesday when we come back. We've also got basketball action. As a matter of fact, basketball action tonight. Bob Beeler with us once again this morning. It's 8.53. Now, back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos. News Talk KBOI. Bob Beeler with us once again. Uh, busy week for Bob, and of course, uh, that uh, busyness starts tonight. You get to call some basketball action. Yeah, Boise State taking on CSUN. Broncos 4-2. and two. The Matadors are 1-4, and four, and Boise State looking for win number four in a row. 
and uh, the team's starting to roll, playing good defense. Uh, nobody has scored more than 70 against them this season. And uh, the three-point shooting starting to fall as they're shooting 36% over the last three games that have made at least eight in each of those. And then, uh, of course, you will not be calling the game on Saturday, but there is also a game on Saturday, and it will be going on at the same time as the Boise State-Fresno uh, Mountain West Championship game. Um, I, I know they didn't plan the schedule, um, or else you wouldn't have two games going on at the same time, but that's the way it works out this year. Yeah, the basketball game at Texas A&M in Fort Worth will start at 430 uh, coverage will break away on 670 a.m., and if you want football, keep it on 93.1 FM all afternoon. Coverage will begin at 9 in the morning, kickoff at 2. So I would think the basketball game is going to start somewhere in the neighborhood of the third quarter. Okay. Um, and once again, as you just mentioned it, um, if you're listening on 670 and you're listening to the football game and you're like, wait, wait, uh, the game's not over yet, switch over to 93.1 FM. You can continue to hear the game. And then 670 is where the basketball game will happen in case you want to hear the basketball game instead of the Mountain West Championship um, going on this weekend. Thanks, uh, Bob, for coming out and joining us here today. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, we'll be talking with you hopefully uh, next Monday about a Mountain West Championship win and uh, where the uh, bowl game will be. One way or the other, they're in a bowl game. We will so. talk about a bowl game, but I want to talk about the Mountain West Championship, and I believe that sends us to the L.A. Bowl. Yes. Um, so we'll do that coming up here Monday. Thanks again for coming out. Don't forget, we have tickets to the uh, men's basketball game tonight. Thanks to Cloverdale Plumbing. If you want those tickets, all you have to do is come on out and join us here in front of Sports. Sportsman's Warehouse, just say you heard it on News Talk KBY. We will give you those tickets. They're absolutely free. We have two pair of tickets up for grabs. Hey, while you're coming out, bring a toy. It's Idaho's largest toy drive. We'll take a break. News is coming up here next at the top of the hour. We also have Bronco tickets we're giving away. Text to win coming up next hour here on News. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Final hour of the Casper and Chris show. If you want to get in, uh, easy to do and partake in the show, and we always encourage that, 208-336-3700, pound 67. You're at Verizon Wireless. You can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. We're broadcasting live from Idaho's largest toy drive going on in front of Sportsman's Warehouse, taking your toy donations. It's Giving Tuesday, and if you want uh, something to give to, Nothing better than Toys for Tots. 75th anniversary of Toys for Tots going on. We are here once again uh, underway with day number five of the 12 days of Christmas. So if you're picking one day out of those days, Giving Tuesday is a mm-hmm. great day to uh, drop by toys and, today. And if you've uh, you know saved up for the entire year without giving anything to charity, today is the one day that you can make up for that. As Giving Tuesday, Chris and I are also giving along with help from Cloverdale Plumbing. We are giving away a pair of tickets to tonight's basketball game against uh, Cal State Northridge. If you would like those tickets, all you have to do is say, you heard it here on News Talk KBOI, and we will hand you a free pair of tickets. Once again, a huge thank you to Kenny and everybody at Cloverdale Plumbing for donating those tickets yes. to give away today. While, while they last, of course. Yes, uh, once they're gone, they're gone. So first come, first serve. Also on the way this hour, one uh, chance for you this morning, our chance to get those tickets to the Mountain West Championship game coming up Saturday. If you'd like to win those tickets, listen for that cue to text. When you hear it, text the word Broncos. We'll choose one person at random to get those tickets. Nate Shellman will also have tickets for you coming up later this afternoon after 3 o'clock during his show, and then we'll have tickets the rest of the week, every morning, all this week. We have more tickets to the Boise State-Fresno Mountain West Championship game than anybody else. Just listen in 
to win. Um, let's talk a little bit about the word of the day or word of the year. By the way, chosen the word of the year, Merriam-Webster Dictionary uh, chose this particular word. Word of the year for 2022 from Merriam-Webster is gaslighting. Let's talk about gaslighting. 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 A term that's used widely in popular culture. The act or practice of grossly misleading someone. Gaslighting is one of the worst forms of manipulation. Make you feel like you're the problem. You said I'm gaslighting you. Gaslighting is a manipulation tactic. There you go making things up again. That's used to make you question your own reality. You must be insane. Gaslighting is not real. You're just crazy. So I decided I'm going to start gaslighting you. You're going to start gaslighting me? That's not what I said. <laughs> uh, that was the best example mm-hmm. right there. Gaslighting's not real. You're just crazy. Don't believe your lying eyes. Um, my wife's out of town, so I can actually say this. I think my wife's secret superpower is gaslighting. Is that right? Yeah. You, you don't know what you're talking You're crazy. I'm just kidding. She doesn't do it. Okay. Is a nice superpower to or, have. Or does she? Or does she? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with gaslighting being the word of the year since it's been used so much, so many times well, it's been by so in many the, individuals. It's been in the, the lexicon, I guess, since the 1930s or 40s. There were two different versions of the movie Gaslight. There was a British version and then an American version. And uh, it's simply called Gaslight because in this woman's house... She would notice at night the the gas lights would flicker, indicating that there was something going on. Or were they? Well, <laughs> you know, and it was a guy who was uh, upstairs in the attic, and he was turning the lights on up there, which would make hers flicker. flicker. And he was telling her that no, that wasn't happening. She was completely, you know, out of her mind. She was bonkers, and it didn't matter what went on. He told her, uh, no, that didn't happen. Everybody else knows it didn't happen. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Um, another thing I want to talk about, we told you we were going to get to uh, this coming up this morning, and, and I, I have a way it, that I want to tie two things together. Um, um, but, but one thing that I want to talk about here, um, Nathaniel, play cut eight for us this morning. On the heels of two mass shootings days before Thanksgiving, President Biden reiterating his push for a ban on assault weapons. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. But could that pass during Congress's lame duck session? Democratic Senator from Connecticut Chris Murphy on CNN State of the Union says the House has already passed a bill banning assault weapons. It's sitting in front of the Senate. Does it have 60 votes in the Senate right now? Probably not. But Murphy says he'd like to see how close the bill could get to 60 votes. find it interesting there that the uh, news person was uh, saying that Biden was calling for a ban on assault weapons. That's not what he said. He said, it's ridiculous that people own semi-automatic weapons. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far because anything that cycles in the next bullet is a semi-automatic weapon. So basically Biden is okay with flintlock, uh, maybe double-barrel shotguns, although, you know, that, that's two. Um, so and, would that be semi-automatic if you can fire two shots? And of course, I guess throwing rocks is okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, this just gets me. And it's like I've heard a couple of different news sources that have just glossed over the fact that he didn't say, I want to ban 
assault rifles, assault yeah. weapons. I want to ban. Uh, it's ridiculous for people to be able to own semi-automatic. Well, it's sick. And it's the, sick in this day and age that people want to own semi-automatic weapons. The deal is, I mean, it's still America. He can't ban the stuff. I mean, he can't ban them even if he wants to. He's got to have a lot more uh, people on his side. By his statements, you know what he wants to do, though. Sure. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean he'll get it done. Doesn't mean he'll get it done. Um, and even an assault weapon, if you say, which, by the way, uh, is just weird to me, because I think any weapon you use to assault somebody is an assault weapon. It would, but, be, it would be nice if they had a more clear name. Yeah. If you want to say, okay, AR-style 15 rifles, we, want, we, we consider those assault weapons. We want to ban those. You still would need 60 votes in Congress, in the Senate, and I just don't believe that, they're there. I don't. I don't even know how close you could possibly get um, to that. Even even if, if say Warnock wins and you have fifty-one votes, so you would still have to come up with nine Republicans who would say, um, "Okay, yeah, let's let's go ahead and ban assault-style rifles or weapons, well, whatever and, they are." And like he said, in in the House, they've already done it. The House already passed it, yeah. but the the Senate will probably never even see it. Yeah. You you may you may not be wrong there. Um, I, I bring this up to uh, get to this, and something going on in China right now. The lockdowns have been going on for four years due, due to COVID. And when I say a lockdown, I'm not talking about the lockdowns that you have here in the United States that they close businesses or say, hey, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to stay home. We don't want workers coming you're, in. I'm not talking about those lockdowns. Yeah, you're not talking about strong suggestions either. No. Um, we're talking about lockdowns in China that you get locked in your house. Like, not, not figuratively, literally locked into your house. They put bars over your windows. They come and put a nail, a block, or screw a block into a doorstop in front of the door so you cannot get out of that house sounds expensive um not just expensive but also dangerous uh nathaniel play cut five for me would you Overnight, huge protests erupting in the western Chinese city of Urumqi a day after a fire engulfed an apartment block, trapping its residents and killing at least 10 people. There's dramatic video showing demonstrators pushing through barriers and shouting for an end to the COVID lockdown. Residents there have been locked down since August because they believe that the strict COVID restrictions made it difficult for the residents to escape the fire and for firefighters to get through, which is a claim officials deny. Now, hours after the protests, officials said that they will begin easing that lockdown today they say they'll begin easing it how will they begin to ease it will they get rid of the protesters does that ease the lockdown because people aren't complaining see and that's the first thing i would imagine that chinese people would ask the same question they're just not allowed to defy the government uh, in quite the same way that we are so if they said, you know, what do we do in case of an emergency? Apparently in China, they said, well, you burn up. The First Amendment is not a guaranteed right in China. No, that's true. They, they don't have that there. Second Amendment is not a guaranteed right in China either. My question, my question is this, and we've had two perfect examples of why you should not ban guns in this country. You have what happened in the Ukraine. We've seen the Ukraine invaded by Russia And people with guns and the government, police forces, handed out guns to anybody who wanted them. And the Ukrainian people have done a fabulous job of pushing back on the invasion of Russia. All of us thought this would have been over months and months ago. 
it's still going on. And as a matter of fact, Ukraine is doing well. Well, we assumed that you know Russia would throw every resource they had, and that would be enough. China. The Chinese government killed 10 people. I mean, you can't look at that in any different way in that the lockdown, they locked yeah. those people, the fire broke out. They locked out. them in an apartment building, the apartment building burned. That was all there was to that. In the United States, you have a guarantee of protest. You're not going to be killed. You're not going to be thrown in prison because you peacefully protest. In the United States, if we oh, had four years unless of... Unless you happen to break a few laws while you're That's doing That's what I said, if you're doing peaceful protest. Right. Um, in the United States, if you had lockdowns, absolute lockdowns like they have in China, the United States has enough gun owners that yeah. they would not stand we, we, for we, that kind of... It would have to be martial law tyrant. for that to happen here. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's what Second Amendment and gun rights help to protect against, a tyrant government like China has, who, who basically has declared himself king, ruler forever. Yeah, ruler for life. In, 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 a, in a country that has, what, like 1.7 billion people, uh, he said, okay, I'm going to be in charge forever. And everybody said, yeah, okay. What else could they do? Now, if you had 1.7 billion people, and those 1.7 billion people, keep in mind, what is there? There's, we have 330 million people mm-hmm. in the United States. There are projections that in the United States, there are over 700 million guns. If 1.7 billion Chinese people own somewhere around 3 billion guns and weapons, do you think they would stand a chance against, against the military if that I many people get the got feeling upset? China would be a very different place than I it is now. Totally, totally agree. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Want to weigh in with your thoughts? You can do that. Also, taking your thoughts to the subject we talked about earlier this morning, looking, trying to get uh, medicinal marijuana on the ballot for 2024. Would you sign? If somebody came up to you and said, hey, look, we're trying to get medicinal marijuana approved in the state. Um, we need 74,000 signatures. Would you be one of our signatures? Would you sign? And also, do you want to see this bill passed if you do indeed sign? We had one person this morning said um, that he thinks that it's going to pass, doesn't have a problem with it passing, but he wouldn't sign <laughs> Wouldn't sign as yeah, one of well, the signatures. So it's kind of interesting, the take on he that. Does, he doesn't mind if other people want it, but he's not going to express that he does. Yes. Because he doesn't. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. On Thursday, President Biden reiterated his call for an assault weapons ban. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. But investigators say the gunman in the Walmart shooting used a 9mm pistol that he legally purchased just hours before the massacre. Police add they recovered the box and receipt for the weapon, along with ammunition from inside his home. Once again, semi-automatic. We are just simply going to have to make murder illegal. You, you would think that the Congress, that is something that, you know, a bipartisan Congress could come together and come up with a law that makes murder illegal. Makes shooting 
someone yeah. illegal. Seems fairly simple. Attempted murder. I have no problem I mean, uh, coming up with laws to ten, make those things illegal. Ten Commandments, before that the laws of Hammurabi. I mean, everybody said killing was not a good thing. Text message in at 208-336-3700. A revolver is technically a semi-automatic weapon. That is correct. These people know precisely crap about firearms. Seriously, all weapons are designed for assault. Whether you're going after a human or a squirrel, you're assaulting something. An armed society is a polite society. Are you assaulting a target? Probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Another text message. Gaslighting. Was woke already taken? <laughs> I'm sure woke was considered as the uh, word of the year by Merriam-Webster, but I don't mm-hmm. have a problem with gaslighting. Gaslighting uh, and, is okay. And to be, to be fair, woke should be awakened anyway. Yeah. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, uh, you can also text us if you would like. Don't forget, chance for you to text and win your Bronco tickets, too. So it's a very important number to remember at 208-336-3700 because sometime here in the next half hour, you're going to have a, a chance to text and win your Broncos tickets. Um, Ron and Meridian writes, semi-automatic assault rifle is such an ambiguous term. Semi-automatic means one pull of the trigger, one round goes down range. That means my pump shotgun, six-shooter revolver for the non-Western type, auto-loading shotgun or rifle or handgun can be considered in Biden's attempt at gun confiscation, which he and his ilk will try and take from illegal American gun owners. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that you're ever going to get that passed, you know, in, through the Senate as of right now. And I, I think Chris is probably right that I don't even think they'll take up the vote because they know they don't have 60 votes. Yeah, that's true. But they, they, they probably will not even bother with it. Um, Herb writes in, come on, Casper. U.S. government isn't going to do what China is doing to its citizens. Stop with your gaslighting. No, I agree with you. They're they're not going to do um, what they're they're going that what China is doing right now, or what the government is doing to its citizens. Um, but you don't know what's going to happen in a hundred years. I mean, think a couple generations from now. You you can't predict what's going to happen if you disarm the citizenry of of your country. Which, by the way, I mean it's never going to happen. At least in our lifetime, I don't see it happening. But I'm sure at some point China probably didn't think that the the uh, leader of their country was going to lock them into their homes and not even allow them to leave, even my, when there's a fire. My guess is it's hard to surprise them. It is interesting to see. This is the largest protests probably since Tiananmen Square. Yeah. It's well. It's very unusual to see Chinese people protesting anything anyway. Yeah, because usually you go to prison or you die. Yeah. Right. They've been protesting things in Hong Kong for some time because for some time they were, you know, they were uh, they were by themselves. They they weren't even part of China. And since they've been part of China, they've been left alone for the most part. But that's gradually ending. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Uh, we've got news coming up here next. Don't forget, we are live here from Sportsman's Warehouse. It's Idaho's largest toy drive underway. Toys for Tots seventy fifth anniversary. Today is Giving Tuesday. Perfect chance for you to give toys and make sure that all the kids through the Treasure Valley will have a very merry Christmas for taking your toys today. 
through December 6th, Tuesday, December 6th. Today is just day number five. Love to see you out here. Don't forget we have Bronco men's basketball tickets. Anybody who wants those, just stop on by, say you heard it on News Talk KBY, and they are yours for tonight's game at 7 o'clock, Extra Mile Arena. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBY. The biggest wave of unrest to hit mainland China in decades is ripping across the country. Fed up with the government's strict zero COVID policies, thousands have taken to the streets from Shanghai to Beijing and at dozens of universities across the country. Shouting, we want democratic rule of law. We want freedom of speech. Mm, Sounds like they want the uh, Constitution. I'm, I'm sure their leader for life who just declared himself leader uh, for as long as he lives, I'm sure he'll, he'll give those freedoms to the Chinese people. Gary from Nampa writes, mass shootings are a terrible thing, but they pale in comparison with the millions of people killed by governments after they've registered, outlawed, or confiscated guns. How many times have we seen the overthrow of evil governments when you have people you know with guns kind of hard to do it without guns throwing sticks and stones at somebody who has weapons to fire back at you Mm -hmm. with gotta fight fire with fire right uh terry has written in and says biden famously said all you need is a double barrel shotgun just shoot it through the door if there is an easier way to end up doing time for negligent manslaughter, I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> Biden also teaches us that a 9 millimeter bullet blows the lungs out of the body. I imagine if you hit something just right. In hearing some of the things that Biden has said, especially over the last few weeks, having to do with guns... And I, I mean, granted, he's a Democrat, he's a liberal. My, uh, my guess would be that President Biden has very little knowledge of how a gun works, what type of guns there you are. You don't think he's a hunter, for instance? I, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know for a fact if he owns guns or not. But, I mean, just some of the, some of the statements that he's made, uh, I get the impression you know, he has very little working knowledge of guns mm-hmm. how they work you know especially with the semi-automatic comment because all guns almost all guns today are semi-automatic yeah unless you go back and maybe he was maybe he was saying hey we need to go back to the times of flintlock with a single shot you know you load it with the whatever and and then you mean you mean like when he was a kid yeah when he was a kid <laughs> okay that growing was up funny. in colonial williamsburg <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny uh, by the way, uh, you just did hear the uh, cute call. You have a few more minutes to get in if you want to get those Bronco tickets. Mountain West Championship going on against Fresno State, by the way. Just want to remind you, in case you missed that cute call, uh, text the word Broncos right now, 208-336-3700. That's all you have to do. We will pick one person at random from everybody who texts in to get those tickets. We still have tickets uh, for tonight's basketball game, if you want them. Thanks to Cloverdale Plumbing donating these tickets as giveaways. All you have to do, stop by here at uh, the Sportsman's Warehouse today. That's where the uh, Idaho's largest toy drive is going on and today is giving tuesday um 
you know, we'd love for you to stop on by and give us toys. You don't have to to get these tickets. And you're not technically giving them to us anyway. No. Uh, and then we are going to give you tickets. So that's our Giving Tuesday. We're going to give you these tickets to tonight's game. So if you want those, make sure and stop on by. We'll be giving those uh, tickets away. Um, Idaho Boy writes in, Biden wants to disarm the citizenry because they are easy easier to control. That is the penultimate. 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 There we go. Goal of the Marxist DNC. Means second to the last. Before the followers of the DNC begin to talk about tanks and jets, I'd like to point out the decades of our failed military policing with entrenched enemies and urban warfare. Add to the mix people fighting for their freedoms and families. It doesn't do well to destroy the infrastructure you want to use. Having an armed citizenry helps create a stalemate that we, the citizens, win. Now, it's true you do get, you know, gun murders. But so far in America, that's just, you know, something we've put up with for the right to have guns. The, the, the fact that there are going to be people who probably shouldn't have one because they can't handle the responsibility. But the, that's the same with cars. It's the same with money. Knives. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, anything. Calories, you name it. I, I mean, and, and we've said it before, and I know, I mean, just to reiterate what you said a little bit earlier. If we could just find a way to make murder illegal people would stop <laughs> well, murdering people but uh, clearly you know not that's, if, that's, that's been in a bunch of movies where something's happening and somebody says well that ought to be illegal well it is illegal well then how come he's doing it because he doesn't care <laughs> oh. you know you, you, you can look at what happened in Moscow if somebody wants to find a way to murder somebody whether it's with a rock yeah. a knife a like gun, machete, long knife, whatever. They're they're going to find a way to do it because they don't care that the law is in place. Take away guns, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Like for instance, however, uh, well, let's talk about the first the first mass shooting that I can remember, uh, not counting the one at the University of Texas back in the mid sixties. Because heck, I can't remember that one anyway. I was about one year old, but. Uh, the one down in San Ysidro, California, where the guy walked into a McDonald's and opened fire and killed 21 people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Uh, that was back in the early 80s. Uh, people have argued that, okay, in that particular case, if he does not have a gun, he still might kill somebody, but he doesn't kill 21 people. And, I mean, that's a possibility, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it, it's easy to say the chances of him killing twenty-one people. Okay, maybe not but, so much, but and and I don't I don't mean to say that we trade murder for you know the right to have a gun because we don't want to trade murder for the right to have a gun. We don't want anybody to be murdered. We don't want anybody to murder anyone. But we also want to stick you know with the uh, the Constitution. We want to stick with the amendments to the Constitution. Well, and once again, you look at what's going on in China right now. If you know. One billion Chinese, or what do you say, it was 1.7 billion people in China? Approximately. If one billion Chinese are armed, is the government able to do what they're doing right now? Mm-hmm. Are they able to lock people Us. in their buildings, physically lock? I'm not fit saying figuratively here, if you're just tuning in. Possibly not. You know, we had lockdowns here in the United States. We but, had lockdowns. But the police didn't come around to your house and yes. lock you in. They didn't come and put bars on your windows so you and couldn't get out. And therein lay the difference. Screw down a piece of wood in front of your door so that you couldn't open the door. 
The government is directly responsible for killing 10 people in a fire because of the COVID lockdowns going on. They've been going on for four years, and COVID is now as bad as it's ever been in China. In China? Even with the lockdowns. Speaking of things you have to live with. Uh, Dennis writes in, this This is uh, from conversation we had earlier this morning because we were asking about um, medicinal marijuana. Kind Idaho is looking to get that on the ballot in 2024. They've got to gather signatures, 74,000 signatures. Why the 74? Because 7% of the registered voters you must have a signature from, and not just 74,000. They have a certain number of counties that they have to go to uh, and get those signatures. And just asking the question this morning is, if somebody comes up, puts a signature in front of you and says, hey, would you sign this signature for medicinal marijuana to be approved uh, to get on the ballot in the state of Idaho? Would you sign it? And a two-part question, are you okay with medicinal marijuana? Would you vote for it if it uh, does get on the ballot? Uh, Dennis writes in, hey, guys, I would not sign a petition, nor would I vote for it or support it. The reason is I am not a user, but I can't stand to go for cities where it's legalized in every street corner and everywhere you walk. All you smell is marijuana. Last time we were in Vegas, all you did was smell weed and see a bunch of stoned out people on the street smoking it and uh, evidence of defecation on the sidewalks, etc. That's Dennis. Okay, Dennis, you're talking about recreational marijuana. This is well, this is medicinal marijuana. marijuana. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't make you defecate in the street. You know, I mean, just because as a as a B happened after A doesn't mean A was the cause of B. As a person who hasn't smoked recreational or or eaten recreational edibles, um, I can't say for a fact if it made me defecate or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 matter of fact, I'm going to use the... Uh, you know they have buffets in Las Vegas. <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to use the, the, uh, the, the word of the year from Merriam-Webster's uh, dictionary. You, you crazy, Chris. Uh, I defecate all the time after I smoke weed. Come on, man. Well, I'm, you know... Same as you. I haven't uh, had any, so I really can't speak one way or the other. However, from what I've read on, say, oh, I don't know, Wikipedia, they don't mention that. Yeah, Dennis, I, I think you're you're confusing. They're not trying to get the uh, ballot initiative for recreational use. This is strictly for medicinal marijuana in the state of Idaho. Yeah. Um, like, even Utah has medicinal marijuana. They haven't they haven't approved anything else, but they yeah. approved medicinal marijuana True. in Utah. What three years ago? Four years ago? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. hasn't just been uh, recently. It's been at least a couple of years. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, final chance to weigh in. One more segment on the way. Once again, we are live once in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Toys for Tots, Toy Drive. It's Idaho's largest toy drive underway. Uh, more on the way in a final segment coming up here next on KBOI. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through, um, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Text message uh, in from Ronnie says, hey, Mike. Look up the states around us that currently have recreational marijuana. It always starts out with medicinal being voted in, and then it gets expanded to recreational, and then you have all these societal problems that your callers have brought up. 
that's not entirely true, Ronnie. Uh, Utah has never approved anything except medicinal marijuana, so it hasn't yeah. been a, a gateway to well, and getting other stuff into their state. The other thing, people act like Seattle and Portland. Okay, t- t- two things. Number one, people who have wanted to smoke marijuana when it was illegal still did. They didn't wait for it to become legal. In fact, I don't think that marijuana use actually went up by a very huge percent when it became legal. It just meant that it was easier for the people who were already using it to go downtown and buy some as opposed to, you know, having to do yeah. some sort of clandestine deal. Uh, like, for instance, like if it becomes legal in Idaho, are you planning to start smoking it? No. Neither am I. Yeah. I don't care. I don't smoke it now. I don't smoke anything. So why would I start? I will say, if I had a loved one who the only thing that helped them out, and we had somebody write in about MS, they have MS uh, mm-hmm. this morning, and said MS, with their MS, the only thing that they have found with all the medicine that they've been prescribed by doctors, with everything that they've been prescribed. It was diet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a and, proper diet. No, he said marijuana is the only thing that has been able, medicinal marijuana was the only thing that's been able oh, to help him I read sleep. A, I read a different one. Uh, the, the one that I read, he said his wife had MS. And that uh, her, when she changed her diet, that's the only thing that helped the MS. But she said the marijuana was just like any other uh, painkiller. It just masked the symptoms. Yeah. Um, he said the only way he's able to sleep is uh, through medicinal marijuana. And the only way that it, it, the thing that he's found to consistently get rid of the pain was medicinal marijuana. And I would say if I had a loved one who was suffering through that, I would probably break well, the law and, to help them out if that's and, what they felt. And you've heard that, that with glaucoma patients. You know, and people going through chemo. There's a, there's another example with with people with chemo. If I had a loved one with camp cancer, and it that was, you know, through through the treatments that they were taking, the only thing that helped them out with the nausea and allowed them to eat was medicinal. I I would probably break the law to to make it a little less harsh on them. Yeah. Just because they are a loved one, and I want to see them suffer the least amount. Okay, um, Denise has written in and says between fentanyl and marijuana i would rather somebody have marijuana okay if if, if you have to have something i don't think it's absolutely necessary that you have to have something but if you're just talking about painkillers and what are you talking about here when you are you talking about legalized fentanyl or are you talking about the drug on the streets because they're two different things if you go to a hospital you can get prescribed fentanyl but it's a different thing than the fentanyl you're getting that's coming across our southern border and that you're able to buy on the streets. Yeah, if you get it from a pharmacy, chances are it's not laced with anything. I will also say, in addition, when we're, when we're talking about states around us, if you want to look at the states around us that have approved marijuana, well, okay, Utah, here, Utah is the, the closest that you can say to the makeup pol- political-wise you know, Idaho is nothing like Oregon, here, nothing like Washington. Here are all the states in the far west, and I'll give it straight to you. Uh, it's legal for recreational use in Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Montana. It is legal for medicinal use only in Hawaii and Utah, and it is completely illegal in Idaho and Wyoming. That's the west. And actually, the west is where... Uh, recreational use seems to be the most popular, the West and New England. 
because nobody in the South has recreational uh, available. Virginia, which is above the Mason-Dixon line, but still considered part of the South, yeah. but nobody else in the South. Mississippi, it's pending right now. But in Florida, Alabama, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, it's only uh, medicinal use. I do uh, really feel that in 2024 we could be uh, having this on on the ballot. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I have a funny feeling that it could be happening. Um, We're at Idaho's largest toy drive. Once again, we'll be here uh, coming up tomorrow morning. Nate Shellman will be uh, here taking your toys once again this afternoon. I just see a uh, vehicle driving by that just dropped off toys here. It is Giving Tuesday. Great day to give toys once again. Toys for Tots. We'll be here uh, taking your donations up until 7 o'clock tonight. Don't forget, boys, uh, men's basketball. Still have those tickets. If you uh, want them, just come on by, say you uh, want them, and we'll give them to you. We're done here for this morning. We're on a 20-hour break. We will be back live once again coming up here tomorrow morning. Uh, Appreciate you listening and taking part.